This is the Pulse News Podcast Radio, your daily news pulse. I'm your host, Dave Anthony. Thanks for joining me today. Guess what? Last week, I did not have a podcast. The reason why is because I had a radio show and I was on assignment. What occurred with that is the fact that I could not get all my resources together to get a podcast recorded or excerpts of the radio show that I had. Unfortunately, it didn't come together and, well... Anyways, here I am. This past week was a really big week for the election as well as the COVID-19. Much information has come out concerning this election. Things are heating up and the gauntlet's being thrown down. One big gauntlet that's being thrown down is from Peter Navarro and his report, The Immaculate Deception, Six Key Dimensions of Election Irregularities. And that's a very, very interesting report. Very critical. If you have any time at all, please, please read this report. Share it with your friends. It's very easy to read. There's nothing technical about it. It's very straightforward. Peter Navarro is an amazing economist, and he has incredible accolades behind him. So he has a lot of standing as far as being a statistician, a person that knows the numbers and knows exactly what it deals with breaking this whole thing down. He did an incredible report on the election. You want to read that? That's available at radiopod.podomatic.com. we got a link right there. It, it opens up right to the PDF. You can read the report, share it. Like I said before, it's not a heavy lift. You can read it very easily. Peter Navarro is the backbone of this rolling economy, this juggernaut of an economy that's rolling along. He is the backbone economist for the Trump team and as far as how this economy keeps coming back each time whenever we get hit, like through COVID-19, it's coming back. It's at 30000 We are rolling along. Money is coming into the coffers, although things are a little bit tough. A lot of people have gone back to work. That's the main thing. If it wasn't for COVID-19, I would say the stock market would be around 35000 easily. No problem at all. If you wonder if Peter Navarro has any credibility, just read the report. And it's on radiotalknetwork.com, radiotalknetwork.com. Please write the URL down because Google basically shadow bans everybody and their grandmothers. So example, if you type into Google, radiotalknetwork.com, hit the enter button, it comes back, do you mean talkradionetwork.com? So what it does, Google shadow bans our name, and it points you to another direction that says, well, you meant this. So what you have to do is go up to the address bar and type in the URL directly. That's at the top of the page, and you type in, radiotalknetwork.com, all one word, radiotalknetwork.com, and then the website will load. If you're looking for a search term, it's going to lead you down three different roads because that's what Google does, and they're doing it to everyone. So what you have to do is go up to the address bar and type in the URL directly. That's at the top of the page, and you type in radiotalknetwork.com, all one word, radiotalknetwork.com and then the website will load. If you're looking for a search term, it's going to lead you down three different roads because that's what Google does, and they're doing it to everyone. Google may say, this information is better than this information, and we're going to put them higher in the standing so you can't find radiotalknetwork.com. Now, in 2017, we had a massive amount of traffic going to the website. There was no shadow banning or anything of that nature. Now we have to go the organic way, so you can find the website. The podcast website is radiopod.podomatic.com. Radiopod, all one word, podomatic.com. Now with the website, it's radiotalknetwork, all one word, dot com. Radiotalknetwork.com. So that's how you can find the website because it's loaded with information. It's loaded with this report. It has all kind of breaking news on it. 
Now, getting back to what I was originally talking about, the Navarro report, which I believe everybody should read because the information is very direct, very concise, detailed, and to the point. Peter Navarro puts everything together, the whole story in this whole report. So you want to go there. It's at radiopod.podomatic.com. You look down on the right-hand side of the web page, and you will see links. One link is to the website. The next link is going to be directly to the PDF download of the report. So you want to make sure that you go to the right-hand side. You'll see that there, and please download it. Read it with an open mind. It will fill in all the gaps that you might be questioning about this election. Whether you're right or left, you'll see exactly what the story is. At least it gives you food for thought. It gives you some education, even if you don't believe it. My take on it is it's just best to read the information. Information is power, whether you're being on the right or the left. If you are really hell-bent on believing this election is completely lost by Trump because you feel it is and you're very forthright about it, that's okay. You're allowed to be forthright. But it's best to get the information in front of your face whether you be on the right or the left on this situation. Because without the data and the information being brought forth in such a way that's in such orderly fashion, we all come up with our own ideas about what's going on. So this report kind of gives out the information in any way you want to look at it. And there you have it. And so what we're going to do today is briefly go over a little bit of COVID-19, and then we're going to go into Peter Navarro's report. I'm going to break it down because it's very important that you hear what's going on. If I just discuss with you about the report and then don't deliver on the goods, that's not very beneficial. It's not going to be of any value to anyone for any reason. So I'm going to give you a little bit of food for thought. It's very startling and very interesting at that rate. So we're going to do that. We're going to go briefly over some COVID-19 things going on right now, and then we're going to get back into this report. Also, I want to go over a related story. There's some breaking news from the Epic Times. The recount in Michigan confirms that Trump won Michigan County that reported Biden a win on election night. Now, in the recount that Trump has won is Anthem County in Michigan. Just wanted to give that information out to you that Trump has won Anthem County in Michigan by a significant amount of numbers there as far as the votes go. In a recount, he has won that county that originally was for Biden. So there you go. Some more information as this election season heats up. Now, as we go into COVID-19 briefly, there's a story. It's on InfoWars. The story headlines is, quote, top Catholic cardinal warns COVID-19 being used to usher in evil great reset. Now, a lot of this ties into the United Nations, global initiatives, you name it, it goes on and on. But he's stating how it's all pulled together and how COVID-19 is being used as a ruse to try and make us move toward the Great Reset where we can be controlled by the state and also by a global consortium of individuals like the United Nations, like the Gates Foundations, things of this nature, all the globalist believing individuals out there that own trillions and billions of dollars that have nothing else better to do but try their best to, for the most part, reshape society in their own image. And that's what this is about. Just think about it, folks. COVID-19 didn't land till the election season. It didn't land back in 2018. It landed on February of this year. It started in January. The COVID-19 pandemic landed in February in a election year. Now that's suspicious as ever. It's not just coincidence. It started out small, then it went bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. 
You had to start wearing masks. You started to have to do all these restrictions. They closed down society as we know it. They're still closing down society. Reshaping schools so they can only go to school certain days and do this and do that. All this stuff occurring. Another area which is interesting is that whatever happened to cancer, whatever happened to diabetes, whatever happened to automobile accidents where people get hurt or they die. I mean, just statistics that daily are brought out about how many individuals have cancer, diabetes, whatever ailment it might be, okay, or mishap that they might have. You don't hear one number about flu, not one single number concerning flu. I believe strongly that all these numbers are being lumped together to give you a COVID-19 number so they can continue to use this pandemic as an excuse to usher in the new world order. You just look at what's on the news, how they're taking rights and privileges away. You want to go to church and what occurs? You have to get a reservation to go to church? We have a local Catholic church in the diocese where I live, and you have to have a reservation to go to church, to go to services to worship God. That's not socialism. Individuals have to wear masks to visit family, but they weren't in contact with anybody at work. Follow the dots. If my family member worked with someone, okay, or worked with individuals, they none of them have COVID-19, okay? They're not infected. They're wearing a mask. They come to my house and visit, or your house, whatever the family member, whatever the situation is. They come to you and they say, well, everyone is sick where I'm going to school or where I'm working. And they're not sick themselves, but they don't want to infect you because they've been around other people. That don't make no sense, folks. That bird don't fly. Because if they're not sick and they're coming to you and stating, I was around sick people, I don't want you to get it or be infected. That means, in turn, they're not infected because they're not sick yet. See, that's propaganda. That's hype. That's confusing the situation. It's brainwashing people to believe that COVID-19 is on your body or it's somewhere. Now, there's a story that came out of the Gateway Pundit about the Pennsylvania Health Department. They issued a preferred COVID orgy regulations. Wear a face mask covering, avoid kissing, Wash hands often. Now COVID-19 is sexually transmitted or a facsimile thereof. This is when things go off the rails into socialist land. The way Adolf Hitler was running Germany after a while. Chancellor Hitler back in the 30s and what have you at that time. I'll read that again to you. The Pennsylvania Health Department issues preferred COVID-19 or COVID orgy regulations wear a face mask covering, avoid kissing, washing hands often. Now this goes into a deep rabbit hole at this point. Once again, as I stated before, follow the dots. You make the decision. This is what the story reads briefly. The Pennsylvania Department of Health, led by Dr. Rachel Levine, or Levine, I think it's Levine more than anything. I'm not sure what her name is, but basically I think it's Rachel Levine, L-E-V-I-N-E, Levine, I guess we can call it, right? It doesn't matter. But anyways, it's the Pennsylvania Department of Health, led by Dr. Rachel Levine, issued new rules for large gatherings, quote, where you might end up having sex. There's a good one. Everyone's going to Christmas parties to have sex. Now, with that statement, in short, the 60s and the 70s are over. The reason why I say that is because orgies went out with about the late 60s and the early 70s. And that's when orgies were a big-time thing. Okay, Everyone piling on each other and having sex. The fact of the matter is, is that now she's stating that COVID-19 is sexually transmittable. 
Now, you might be listening to this and saying, well, she's not saying that at all. It means that if you kiss someone or if you have close contact, you might be spreading it to someone else or they might be spreading it to you, right? Sounds really, really nice and and fun and all that kind of stuff like that. She means well. Let me tell you something, folks. The fact of the matter is, is that if you're sick with COVID-19, you are absolutely flat on your back. You're a sick person. You're not going to be going to Christmas parties. You're not going to be thinking about having sex with someone or, for that matter, having a 1960s-style orgy. The last thing in the world someone's going to do is have an orgy. And even though they're going to a party, a Christmas party or a gathering, they're not thinking about having sex. They're not thinking about having an orgy, okay? This is when it gets a little strange. So, at least from my standpoint of view, I think the majority of individuals are not going to have COVID-19 and come to a party, or go to a party, rather. Or, you know, if they want to come to a party, whatever, they can go to a party, do whatever they want to do. But anyways, the fact, I think you know where I'm coming from. What I'm saying is, if you're going to a party, you're going to be healthy. You don't want to go and get someone else sick, whether it be a cold, a virus, and what have you. You just don't go. It's just common sense. And if you're not feeling well, you're not really thinking about having sex, let alone an orgy. Where did that come from? But anyways, she's trying to make a point here. Some of the restrictions are limit the number of partners. Try to identify a consistent sex partner. There's another, that's an interesting one there too. Try to figure that one out. Try to identify a consistent sex partner. Because don't forget now, COVID-19 is sexually transmittable. Wear a face mask. Wear a face covering. Wear your face diaper. Avoid kissing. Do not touch your eyes, nose, or mouth with unwashed hands. Remember to avoid kissing this Christmas. You know, you have your wife there, your loved one. And you're romantic and you give a kiss under the mistletoe. Make sure you wear your face diapers and you kiss with those face diapers. By all means, don't kiss on the lips. Start rubbing noses. Oh, you can't even rub noses. You have to have that mask over the nose too. Wash your hands with soap, with water often, and especially before and after having sex. Okay, so remember that. Make sure you wash your hands and before you have your orgy. Okay. I remember talking to my girlfriend about this back in August. Also, my friends, I discussed with them about it. And I said, look, you wait and see. They're going to try to make at some point in some way COVID-19 as though it is sexually transmitted. And there you have it. It already has happened from August till December. They finally laid an egg and brought up this silliness about COVID-19 looking like it's sexually transmittable. Unbelievable. But anyways... It continues, wash your hands with soap and water often, and especially before having sex. If soap and water are not available, use an alcohol-based hand sanitizer. (laughs) Uh, She only missed about saying putting hand sanitizer on your genitalia. 
or something to that matter. Now, that wouldn't be very comfortable, but I'm just saying sanitize those particular parts of your body because don't forget you're having an orgy, right? Okay, there you go. Anyways, I don't mean to be crude. I apologize if I'm being crude. But any, And here's the last one, I believe. I think there's more, actually. I'm reading the actual context of this report or actually this news article. If you usually meet your sex partners online, consider taking a break from in-person dates, use video dates, sexting, subscriptions to fan-based platforms, forms or chat rooms may be options for you and it continues on as though we haven't had enough already but anyways protect yourself and your partners from COVID-19 during sex avoid kissing kissing can easily pass the virus make sure you have your mask on this Christmas or have some type of face covering on you maybe you have your Halloween mask from your kid this year and you can take that to Christmas parties, whatever. I don't know. But anyways, wear a face covering or a mask during COVID-19. Wear a face covering that covers your nose mouth is a good way to add a layer of protection during sex or with those outside your household. You figure that one out. That's an amazing statement. Okay. I mean, that is not not land. So there you have it. There's the latest thing from Pennsylvania to tell you not to have an orgy this Christmas. So if you decide that you're going to go and have an orgy this Christmas, which I believe a lot of individuals are not planning a big get-together so they could have an orgy for Christmas. How ridiculous. This is the most ridiculous ruling that I've ever heard in my life. We get together for Christmas as a blessing, family and friends. We do not have a debauchery for Christmas or mocking the holidays as a debauchery to try to control our lives. Let's face it, what is Christmas about? Love and cheer, of warmth and happiness, to thank God for our families and our friends and all the blessings that we have received. And this year, especially to thank God that we still have our freedoms. We're not going to parties to have sex or to have an orgy. And if you have COVID-19, usually you're laid out on your back and you're sick as a dog and you're not worried or thinking about having sex. The main thing is, folks, let's not give up our freedoms and our rights because once they're gone, they're gone forever. That's just food for thought. You think about that particular article that i just given you and you put the pieces together. When politicians start invading our life with such regulations that once again invade and destroy and erode our own individual rights and decisions, whatever they might be, and our freedoms to the lowest common denominator. And that's the fact. In such the simplest terms of our freedoms, to erode them to say, we have a pandemic. We determine that you, the citizens, are too stupid, and we have to teach you how to think, act, say, and perform whatever it is you're doing, whether it's working, whether it's walking, talking, and with this article, having sex. We have to determine every aspect of your life. That is out of the movie 1984, and it's dangerous, and it's destructive, and it's as grave as you can get. It's a reminder our freedoms and rights are going down the tubes very fast. It's up to us as individuals to speak up and say, no more. That's your right. You have the ability to do that. When they invade our private freedoms, our private choices, according to what the Constitution states, then simply it's a bridge too far. And with that, I just wanted to share a little bit about the COVID-19 on this show. And like I stated before, at the beginning of the show, I'm going to move on now to Peter Navarro's groundbreaking election report. And I'm being corrected right now in my headphones through my producer, Drew, who is telling me it's not Peter 
Navarro. It is Peter Navarro. So I apologize. It's Peter Navarro. I've been saying the whole show here on and off that it's been Peter Navarro or something to that effect. I apologize. It's Peter Navarro. So what we're going to do now is move on to Peter Navarro's report, The Immaculate Deception, Six Key Dimensions of Election Irregularities. Now, as we look on page two of this in-depth 36-page report, on page two, it defines a matrix chart. And on the matrix chart, it breaks down Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin in six specific areas. Outright voter fraud, ballot mishandling, contestable process files, equal protection clause violations, voting machine irregularities, significant statistical anomalies. Now, to define these areas on this particular chart that we're looking at, there's a check mark equaling widespread evidence, an asterisk equaling some evidence. So as we look at the first category, outright voter fraud, Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, in Arizona, there's a check mark equaling widespread evidence. Georgia, the same, a check mark. An asterisk in Michigan, some evidence. Nevada, a check mark, widespread evidence. Pennsylvania, an asterisk, some evidence. And Wisconsin, a check mark, widespread evidence. Now, in ballot mishandling, Arizona's blank. In Georgia, a check mark. Michigan, a check mark. Nevada, a check mark. Pennsylvania, a check mark. And Wisconsin, a check mark. Once again, equaling widespread evidence. In contestable process files, Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, check marks all the way across. Widespread evidence. Equal protection clause violations. Once again, Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, check marks all the way across. Widespread evidence. Voting machine irregularities. Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, check marks. Widespread evidence. Wisconsin, some evidence. An asterisk. Significant statistical anomalies. Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, and Wisconsin, widespread evidence with check marks. Pennsylvania is blank, inconclusive evidence as of yet. Now, as we go down to page four of this 36-page report, we look at the breakdown of this next table, table one, a Trump red tide turns to Biden blue. This is whenever the big steal happened in this period of time. Now, when we look at this particular graph or chart, it's broken down in two categories. The first, Trump lead midnight on November 3rd. The second line item, Biden's, quote, lead December 15th. Once again, broken down, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. Now, Trump's lead at midnight on November 3rd was at 356,945 votes in Georgia. Pennsylvania, 555,189 votes. Michigan, 293,052 votes. Wisconsin, 112,022 votes. Now, let's jump forward when the tide turned. Joe Biden, quote, lead on December 15th. Georgia, the lead switched to Biden to 11,779 votes. In Pennsylvania, 81,660 votes. Michigan, 154,188 votes. Wisconsin, 20,682 votes. Now we move down to page 8 of the 36-page report. This report discusses the outright voter fraud in the 2020 presidential election. This is Table 3. Once again, a check mark, widespread evidence, asterisk, some evidence. Bribery, fake ballot manufacturing and destruction of legally cast real ballots. 
indefinitely confirmed voter abuse, ineligible voters and voters who voted in multiple states, dead voters and ghost voters, counting ballots multiple times, illegal out-of-state voters. Now, as we look at an overall view of this matrix, the first being bribery in this matrix, Arizona, Nevada, checkmark, widespread evidence, fake ballot manufacturing and destruction of legally cast real ballots, checkmark, Arizona, Georgia, asterisk, Nevada, and Pennsylvania. Once again, checkmark meaning widespread evidence, asterisk meaning some evidence. And definitely confirmed voter abuse, Georgia and Pennsylvania, asterisk, some evidence, Wisconsin, checkmark, widespread evidence. Ineligible voters and voters who voted in multiple states. Checkmark Arizona, Georgia, and Nevada. Widespread evidence. Dead voters and ghost voters. Arizona, Georgia, and Nevada. Checkmark. Widespread evidence. Asterisk. Michigan and Pennsylvania. Counting ballots multiple times. Michigan, Nevada, and Pennsylvania. All had asterisks. Some evidence. A checkmark for Wisconsin. Widespread evidence. Illegal out-of-state voters. Arizona, Georgia, Nevada. All had check marks, widespread evidence. Pennsylvania has an asterisk, some evidence. Now, in these key categories, no voter ID check, asterisk for Michigan and Nevada, some evidence. Wisconsin check mark, widespread evidence. Signature match check abuse. Georgia, Nevada, and Pennsylvania check marks, widespread evidence. Naked ballots lacking outer envelope. Michigan, asterisk, Pennsylvania check mark. Broken chain of custody and unauthorized ballot handling or movements. Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin all had check marks. Widespread evidence. Ballot accepted without postmark and backdating of ballots. Michigan, an asterisk. Wisconsin, an asterisk. Some evidence. Now, as we break this down further, page 16 of the 36-page report, table 5, contestable process files in the battleground states. The category is broken down. Number one, abuse of poll watchers and observers. Mail-in absentee ballots, rules violated contrary to the state laws. Voters not properly registered allowed to vote. Illegal campaigning at poll locations. Ballots cured by poll workers or voters contrary to the law. Now, in the first category, abuses of poll watchers and observers, Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, all check marks, widespread evidence. Mail-in and absentee ballot rules violated contrary to the state laws. Georgia, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, all check marks, widespread evidence. Voters not properly registered allowed to vote. Georgia, Nevada, and Wisconsin all have check marks, widespread evidence. Michigan and Pennsylvania, asterisk some evidence. Illegal campaigning at poll locations. Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin all have asterisks. Some evidence. Ballot cured by poll workers or voters contrary to the law. Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin all have check marks. Widespread evidence. On the next graph, that's page 19 of 36, we look at table 6. Equal protection clause violated in the six battleground states. Higher standards of certification and ID verification applied in person voting. Different standards of ballot curing. Differential and partisan poll watcher treatment. Once again, checkmark, widespread evidence, asterisk, some evidence. Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, in all three key categories, all checkmarks, widespread evidence. On page 22 of the 36-page report, table 7, we look at 
the 2020 voting machine irregularities. In these three categories, Peter Navarro broke it down to look at large-scale voting machine inaccuracies, inexplainable voting switching, and voter surges in favor of Biden. Once again, checkmark widespread evidence, asterisk some evidence. Arizona, Michigan, and Nevada in the large-scale voting machine inaccuracies, first category, Arizona, Michigan, and Nevada, check marks. Widespread evidence. Inexplicable vote switching and vote surges in favor of Biden. Arizona, Georgia, and Michigan all have check marks. Widespread evidence. Now remember, folks, the key categories in which I'm discussing with you is a bullet point overview, so to speak. In the report, each key category is broken down very clearly, and it's really straightforward. So I'm giving you a bunch of numbers, but if you read the report, you'll see how it's all broken down and explained in a very granular manner. It's very easy to read, and it'll give you the whole story. So I'm just giving you some bullet points about this very powerful report. Now, as we move along here, page 24 of the 36-page report, Table 8, Statistical Anomalies in the Battleground States. In these key categories, 1. Significant changes in absentee ballot rejection rates from the previous elections. Statistically improbable vote totals based on party registration and historical patterns. And the final category, unusual vote surges. Now in these categories, Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. The first category, significant changes in absentee ballot rejection rates from previous elections. Georgia, Nevada, and Pennsylvania all have check marks. Widespread evidence. Excessively high voter turnout, at times exceeding 100%. Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Wisconsin all have check marks, widespread evidence. Statistically improbable vote totals based on party registration and historical patterns. Arizona, Wisconsin all have check marks, widespread evidence. Unusual vote surges. Wisconsin have check marks, widespread evidence in Michigan, some evidence. And that wraps up the overview, the bullet points of the Immaculate Deception, Six Key Dimensions of the Election Irregularities by Peter Navarro. And even though much of the information I gave to you sounded very redundant and possibly boring, I felt it necessary for you to hear the information directly, just bullet points from the report. Like I stated before, the report breaks it down very concise, very easy to read. I just wanted to give you some numbers and some information about how much information is in there about voter irregularities in this 2020 election. Although it's no high drama and it's not a novel or something really, really interesting to read for most, it's very interesting to read for one thing. It's about our country and it's about us as a people and as a nation. What's so surreal is the fact that who could imagine we were ever at this point in our country? What a mess, huh? Who could ever imagine? And I'm going to leave you with this statement. And Benjamin Franklin said this statement. It's a republic if you can keep it. That's all you have to remember. Do you want to keep the republic or not? We're not a democracy. We are a republic, a constitutional representative republic. What the left wants to do to install Biden and put us in as a socialist democracy. That's why they keep pushing this word democracy. You do not want to be a democracy. So remember, because what's happening right now is we're pushing ourselves into a democracy, a socialist democracy. And it's not going to be fun if we get shoved into this, the way they're trying to do that with this election. That's the reason why I read this report. Now it's time for you to drill it down and find the answers. And it's time for you, as food for thought, to do your research, to put your own mind at ease. 
Because once this thing gets kicked over the edge into socialism, you're going to find yourself saying to yourself, how in the heck did we get here and what do I do? Either you go with the flow to get along to get along, or you stand up and say, look, I know what's going on here and I want to stop it right now, today. It doesn't take very many people to overthrow a country, just a few hundred very, very powerful people that have all the money, all the power, and all the control. But it takes a republic of people to push them back. And that's what we have to do right now. That would be the greatest gift during this holiday season that we could ever, ever have is a gift to each other by pushing this thing back. And just remember this holiday season. Benjamin Franklin stated this right after they signed the Constitution and stated that we have a republic now and it's up to you to keep it. And with that, we're going to wrap up the show. Have a great Hanukkah, great Christmas. Home is where the heart is at, right, folks? So God bless you. Take care. And I will see you, possibly another radio show here, a brief one, over the Christmas holiday because I don't take a rest because what we need to do, even though we're praising the Lord, celebrating Christmas, thanking God for our nation that we have while we still have it, the fact of the matter is that there's no sleep for tyranny because tyranny never sleeps. But on the other hand, what's even more important to remember that freedom always rings true. Tyranny is darkness. Freedom is light. We have a country here, folks. Remember, we have a republic, and it's up to us to keep it. So take care. God bless you and your family once again. We'll see you on the next Pulse News Podcast Radio.